What's up, everybody? Rico here, your host with the most, bringing you the latest news of the week. Then Marcus and I get into our zen and what helps us relax and reflect after a tough day. So let's dive right into it. What's up, Marcus? How's it going? Sort of God, I'm, I'm not going to do intro- introductions anymore, man. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> because <laughs> I thought you've been doing good. Last week's was awesome. I mean, last week was awesome. But you come at me with, you know, some and not that I'm not animated. I, I like to think I'm animated enough. But then, you know, trying like, like it takes me a while to get going kind of like every morning I kind of wake up and just kind of. You know, it takes a while for me to get going. And and I like to, th- not like to think, but I think my podcasts are kind of very similar to that where, you know, five minutes in, you know, once the, ry- the rhythm's established, I kind of start get- getting going. But from the first second, hey, everybody, it's your host with the most. I said, man, what the? <laughs> 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 so I'm over here. I wish you could see my face, man. I'm over here like, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm doing good overall. I just got done with my first week back in school. I don't have my students yet. So this week was just a bunch of in-services, preparation days, just kind of planning my way through that. So it was just, it was a lot. And I'm tired. I've been tired. And I know we said a while back and you and I had talked about maybe maybe doing our podcasts a little bit later throughout the week just to kind of give, my, give me more so a chance to uh, get home, relax, and, you know, get in that mood. Um, so I, I still shot for Thursday. It didn't come, it didn't come through. I shot for Friday and I, I was just like, man, I'm tired. And then, you know, so we are recording on a Saturday, but, um, obviously our timetable has been more, it's been mostly like Saturday, Thursday through Saturday, sometimes Sunday, but we're in that good time frame. but overall good. I'm, I'm surviving. Another year is about to rev up. Um, so hopefully it's a great year going forward, but Again, other than that, I'm set. What about yourself? No, I'm doing good. And I mean, I kind of, I completely get that. And I knew going into anytime you go from kind of like not having a a schedule to having a schedule, especially as strenuous of a schedule that uh, not only you, but the rest of our group chat, because we do have multiple teachers in our friend circle. uh, You know, it's kind of just a big, drastic change. Yeah, uh, especially us being gamers, like, and we stay up late and play games and stuff like that. So, yeah, I mean, the, we're just, we're just, uh, yeah. So, just making sure you get your rest and you get reacclimated to that, and then we'll uh, kind of see uh, with time to see if we're gonna keep doing it uh, either Thursdays. Uh, which, I mean, the benefit of that would be that you're not gonna like have to dedicate one of your weekend days to one of your free days to podcasting or you know, uh, something about Saturday too is like it's kind of actually the end of the week. Yeah. Uh, so you get that so. news overall. It'd be kind of a good day to do it. And I know you had mentioned that, um, but it was just kind of just establishing that routine. And I'm, I'm going to keep saying that because I'm already telling people like, yeah, it, you know, it needs to be October. It needs to be November just because <laughs> the routine is set. I'm set. My sleep schedule is back on track. I'm good with five, six hours of sleep being a gamer and stuff. And I know you mentioned kind of getting those hobbies in. I don't like to sleep early just because I want to get home and, you know, do what I enjoy, do what I love. And that that's actually going to lend itself to our discussion later on. So, you know, in that Zen mode and stuff like that. So yeah, once that routine's established, I think everything kind of fall back to place. Cause I had, I had no problem doing it, you know, last semester, last year, or, you know, before summer, um, school came around and stuff like that. You know, we started in April, May, you know, well, just us two. 
and we we had no problem doing that no problem doing that you know on thursdays um sometimes fridays so yeah we, you know i'll get back into the rhythm of things you know first week's always the hardest so hopefully we'll kind of get in, into it and stuff like that yeah yeah we'll get there um so yeah we can uh dive right into gaming so up first we have uh marvel midnight suns got delayed uh with a window rather than a date which uh kind of was interesting uh but based on what i read they said that it'll be released later this fiscal year which means that it'll be march 2023 for take two studios uh so make of that what you will it's a game i've been looking forward to i thought it looked pretty cool uh you remember the game marcus yeah i i think one of the things was and again, this is off the top of my head. It looked interesting. It looked cool. Some of the stuff you can tell us needed it needed a lot of polishing. So I think again, anytime I'm always a bit advocate for delays. You know, the only thing that struck me as a bit curious here was it was delayed with a release window rather than a date. So I was like, huh, that is, you know, obviously the wording and we like we like to overanalyze things, and even though most minuscule things. So that was a little interesting to see with the release window but you know overall we're gonna keep our eyes on it we're gonna see where it goes and we'll see hopefully it's something that will take a turn a good turn a positive turn yeah and anytime you see uh it's supposed to be an rpg game so anytime you see that kind of rpg for me obviously like being a hero and doing all these kinds of things unlocking characters uh with their own play styles <clears throat> excuse me uh is exciting for for us as fans of these heroes or whatever but uh rpg always leads me to like okay well what's the end game once i finish the you know the structured content that's going to be the story or what is uh or whatever is you end up thinking like okay what do i do now is there going to be something for me to grind my my build is there going to be like an end game content that's going to be challenging and where i can continue to enjoy the game after i put in my whatever it is 20 hours 30 hours uh for gameplay yeah, and I know you're a big, um, you're you're a big. I know you're huge on Endgame. Your Endgame is every time you know an RPG or action thing kind of thing comes out. I know your huge big thing is Endgame. What's going to keep me invested? What's going to keep me there? So it's always it's it's, it's kind of cool, you know. <laughs> I'm kind of thinking just out of the top of my head. Or you're focused on Endgame, and you know the game could be ten hours there. An RPG could be ten hours, and I'm gonna be I'm gonna be set. And Endgame is it's always a plus. But I like how you're always invested in what's going to come after the fact because you know, and I know you have that you know hours and hours of destiny under your belt um so it kind of helps it kind of helps you know to to think like that but again not right we don't know we don't, we don't know what else is coming out from this game correct yeah but uh, we, we're we're not too clear on what 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 else is going to be other than the story i mean but it being an rpg and then following suit from uh what was it the the avengers game yeah how that game was pretty exciting at the beginning but then there was really no end game until they kind of added a little bit later. I think it it improved, and it just seems like the uh, the the drawback of a lot of these games is that they launch with a very shallow Early. end game. Yes, they launch with a very shallow end game. People kind of crap on that, and then they improve later down the line. But by then, the damage has been done. Yeah, and people have already like gone off of those games. So uh, I'm I'm hoping that they get it they get it right and maybe that's what what this is for, um, just because you know I, 
I also enjoy playing through story games, but when when you say when you throw out the the words or the the letters RPG, you throw around that word, you know, uh what's going to keep me playing that game? And me like I like to get invested and I like the grind and I like making my character how I like it and I like different characters being very different and playing different because that's what makes it feel like it's your character, right? Yeah, you the uniqueness, you know, um and for some reason I think of which you know, it doesn't really mean much, right? But character creation, uniqueness in character creation. And kind of like how, I don't want to say Elden Ring, because it did start off in, 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 in a unique aspect, but ultimately, ultimately at the end, you know, if you grind X amount of levels, you're, you're going to ultimately, you can basically just be about anything. And, you know, and, and um, where you kind of go from there. So I feel you, hands down. And, and that's because Destiny actually lends, its, lends itself a lot to that uniqueness that you talk about um obviously people main certain things and stuff like that so um gonna be interesting to see for sure yeah so we'll be looking forward to that see what comes out uh for that later now uh second secondly i have here that uh, i'm not sure of the name but skyrim a skyrim modder is adding the shadow of mordor nemesis system to skyrim uh, I don't know if you've played those games, but it was actually one of the more interesting systems that I ever got a chance to experience. Where I have no idea what it is, so you can okay, so, you so can explain to me. So the way the the way that th that game worked is that you wait, go wait, out wait. there. Are we talking about Shadow of Mordor or talking about the Sha Nemesis system? Yeah, the Nemesis system of Shadow of Mordor. The way that that system worked in that game is that. You go out and you fight. Obviously, you're taking on orcs. Oh, okay, okay, okay. You're going on and you're taking on orcs. However, like every orc has like its weaknesses that like through combat, like for example, some of them are not good against ranged characters. So obviously for those for those orcs, you want to fight them like at range with a bow or with whatever you got, right? Some of them are not good at hand-to-hand -hand and they're like immune to range completely. So... It has that aspect, but then it also has a system where as you go on, the characters kind of adapt, are supposed to adapt to what you it is that you do. Like, you can't do the same thing all the time. Yeah. And then on top of that, if an orc kills you, it gets promoted. So... If you, you, you take out an you you end up dying to this orc, and all of a sudden he becomes a chieftain. And if you die to him again, then he becomes like a general. So for whoever kills you, like they, they level up. Cool. That's okay. And I was confusing it. I, I was, I was separating shadows, shadows of Mord shadow of Mordor's and nemesis system, but it's an, it's it, it, the nemesis system is a game play aspect of shadow of Mordor. Yeah. It's, it's like a mechanic within and, the game. And they added that mechanic to Skyrim. Yes. So now the enemy gets rewarded for actually taking you out. Yes. That is awesome. They level up a, and they get and they get stronger. The, why is this the first time? And I'm trying to think. I don't I don't think I've ever experienced something like that in a game. And I, again, maybe I have and I just I didn't know there was a name for it, but for for the game to kind of reward the other enemy for, or the enemy for killing you. That's mm -hmm. cool. That's real cool. That, that's the only those are the only two games that I've ever played. I only played the first one. Uh cuz there's two games. Yeah, it's what is uh, it? It's, um that's because I have them. I have one of them installed. It's not Shadows of Mordor. It's the first one I've watched, right? I think so. 
Well, anyways, that's the only game that I've ever played that has that system. Uh, so I don't know if it's on something else. Uh, but I thought that was pretty interesting. And I also think it's very unique. It's Middle, Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor. And I don't know what the other one is. I know there's two. And, and I know they're very... Those games are real popular. And honestly, I've always, always wanted to give them a try for whatever reason I haven't. Uh, they look fun as hell, for you know, to be quite frank. And... You know, like, I would like to give them a shot. Again, it's just, for whatever reason, I haven't. There's just a lot. If there ever came a time where I kind of just took out my whole backlog and maybe finally kind of got through these games. Um, but I've heard nothing but amazing things about Shadows of, Shadow of Mordor and the other one. Whatever Shadows of War, called. I think it might Shadows be what it's called. Shadows of War, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's awesome to see, man. That is awesome. Now they're, they're incorporating that that um, mod into Skyrim. And I know you're a huge fan. Mm-hmm. Understatement. Understatement, yeah. Time. Uh, so up next, Fortnite and Dragon Ball Z are getting a crossover on the 16th. So in three days, they're killing so, it, dude. As as much so, as I, you know, we shit all over Fortnite and whatever, man. They they they're killing it, man. Kudos. Yeah, and I mean, we're not fans of Fortnite, but I mean, they always are doing stuff for their fans, bringing in new things, partnering with new thing. You know, they had a concert. They've had basketball. They've had anime. They're touching on another anime now. Uh, so, I mean, kudos, like Marcus said, yeah, for them to just continue pushing out content and, for their fans. Their that's what you want to see overall from a, from a company, from somebody who's just going to keep feeding their fan base just awesome content, man. That's great to see. For sure. As much smack as we talk, because we don't play Fortnite. I don't play Fortnite because I'm like, oh, what the hell is that, right? It's for little kids. But ultimately, like, hey, man, I know it's not just for little kids. I just say that as, you know, just to be mean or whatever. But um, it's just great great to see really really is uh hogwarts legacy launching now on february 10th uh got a a delay uh just a couple months right so yeah again uh, i'm assuming it's i'm assuming it's going to be for just polishing it up hopefully it lives up not lives up because again we still haven't seen right we haven't seen much about the game ultimately and i know i know me you and andrew have always said like hey well i don't we want to be dark wizards and we haven't seen anything, you know, in terms of that. Like, I want to go kill somebody of Vatikadabra as many people as I can. You know what I mean? I, I don't think you'll be able to, but we'll see. Hopefully we see a lot of good things coming up as close, uh, closer to, to the release date. Yeah. And again, that is February 10th uh, for PlayStation, Xbox, PC. Uh, Nintendo Switch will be later down the road uh, as far as what they've said. Uh, Spider-Man Remastered is now on PC. For anyone that hasn't uh, gone to enjoy that Spider-Man game that people talk about, that is great. I know you've played it. Yes. Uh, I haven't tried it, so uh, it's something I've been looking at. Maybe I'll awesome. wait till it goes on sale, but uh, it yeah, will. It's on PC now. It, it will go on sale, and, it, and if, uh, I don't know if they've mentioned Miles in any capacity. They haven't, right? Not for PC. No, they usually wait a while, so they'll okay. probably give it a while until uh, they release that also. Yeah, and it's a great, it's a standalone game. It's not, it's not as long as Spider-Man, but it's great. They're both amazing. And if you can put them in one package and just kind of go off of them, if you have it, it's an Insomniac game. And I know they've also made a, I just got done with Ratchet and Clank. So it's, they're fun, man. Like gameplay wise, damn, they're fun. So I recommend it, highly recommend it. So up next, we got the, a new indie game with a squirrel that runs around with a gun where you get to rob people. 
straight up. I wonder, and 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 I mess, and I messaged you, and this is this is now. Well, I put it on the on the uh, Discord. This is I just read the title. I didn't see any screenshots. I didn't see anything. I immediately I said, well, "We're talking about Conquer here. Conquer's bad for a day." Anybody out there? I don't know if you're you're familiar with that series. Are you familiar? No, with that series? I'm not. You are you serious? Really? Well. Just a kind of little bit of background in case you're not familiar with it. I'm surprised. It was one of the more popular games for the N64. Reason I've heard of being it. is because of its played. yeah, it's mature. And that's I that's interesting. The reason it was very popular was because of its mature content. It was for mature audiences or conquer. It's called Conquer's Bad for Day. Legit. They curse. He's he's pissed off. There's a level where there's just a bunch of shit everywhere, a bunch of crap. Um, there's legit a flower that in order to advance to the stage. You have to, I forgot what it was, bring this flower or something. She has her bosom covered. She opens up her breasts and you just kind of hop on these things to get to the next, the second story or whatever of said level. And it, it was it was real, real tripped out like that. So when I saw, oh, an indie developer score with a gun, I, I saw, man, is this Conquer Man? Is this some sort of Conquer rendition? I don't know what. Then I saw that picture and I was like, oh, well, whoa. I was like, that's a real, that's a real freaking squirrel right there, man. He's hopping on that wall and he has a gun and he robs people. I, I said, okay, I guess it's not quite what I thought initially, but I did want to give Conquer a shout out when I saw that title. Just heads up. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I just figured now with some of like the little, the little uh, successes of different animal uh games with uh like we had the, the we, we had the one with goats we had the one we had the uh, goose? i don't i don't uh, yeah there the we go the untitled one. untitled goose game yeah yeah and then now stray being such a big deal it, uh, stray, was, stray was awesome man God, stray being I, so I'm popular part two hoping for a part two did you finish it yeah it was it was great and honestly i loved everything about it i loved the atmosphere I love the mechanics. It, it was and it was a quick game. It was a five six hour game. You can pass it in three hours less, two hours or less. There's actually an achievement for that. But just kind of going through the game, listening to the music, they they thought of everything because you do have the haptic feedback. Uh, what is it? Um, haptic, haptic feedback. Haptic yeah, feedback. Haptic. I said haptic. Yeah, haptic feedback on the PlayStation. So when you're the cat, you can actually scratch at things and you press the the uh, what is it? Uh, R2, L2, and it kind of holds itself. You know how it kind of gets a little stiff and the cat is scratching at the carpet, at the window. It, it's obviously there to further the game. You all you can also press O to meow, and you hear it coming through the control. It starts meowing. Uh, when it purrs, you, when it rubs against, it vibrates. Like the, just little things like that was awesome. And then the whole story itself, you know, post-apocalyptic. You know, we were left with a lot of questions. The ending was just, it was. It was emotional and it was good. There's there's a lot of great themes that came out of that game. So I'm I'm hoping for a part two. And and, and honestly, I'm hoping that enough people play it to where we can get like a full fledged. I would be okay with a twenty hour stray game of just being a cat and just doing its thing because they did add little science fiction elements where you did have a beam that can melt things and you did have a, basically this robot, this tiny robot that acted as your guide your navi you know if you're playing zelda and stuff like that throughout the game so overall dude i really really enjoyed it and it's indie game you know uh, what this is a marcus game but i think it's a little bit more this is too popular for it to be called a marcus game but even then you know it is a niche it is one of those indie games so uh, i would actually put it in that realm just fyi but if you ever get a chance to play it again quick play five hours three hours if you don't care about the collectibles and stuff like that but i think it's worth the playthrough for real 
Okay. Well, we'll I'll, I'll keep looking out for that too. Uh, whenever I get the chance, something a little, uh, a little quick thing like that's uh, never one, hard to, yeah, to get one into. Sitting. One sitting for sure. Sounds good. So uh, we have a new South Park game on the way as well. Um, you know, I know that these uh, games have a big fan base. I haven't played them, but I know they're supposed to be fun for fans and for anybody that likes. I think they are kind of like a turn-based RPG type game. Have you tried any of those yeah. games out? I have not, uh, but I know Andrew and Ricky have, and they talk highly about them. I know they're big South Park heads. They watch a lot, and I dabble. I actually have seen episodes here, and they'll have some of the newer stuff, too, from the newer season. And honestly, South Park holds up. If you're a fan, you're going to enjoy them because the humor is just, you know, amazing. Um, as far as the game is concerned, the games are concerned, I'm sorry. Great things I've heard. Great things all around. And they're not very long either. Uh, I think Andrew said, what, might it be 15 to 20 hours maybe? Kind of give or take pushing that mm -hmm. time or something like that but yeah it's 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 gonna be good for sure uh so then the last thing i have for gaming is uh an announcement coming from a pokemon content creator actually uh this is this was announced a couple weeks ago but a big uh, pokétuber by the name of a drive is launching his very own trading card game with a kickstarter starting in november and the trading card game is going to be called Elestrals. Uh, I, I'm not too into the trading card game oh. thing, but I know you are. So I don't oh, know if yeah. you've heard of this already. I'm a, I'm actually a big trading card fan. And that's putting it lightly. I've dabbled in all kinds of games, collected all kinds of stuff. Well, I've dabbled in three games, you know, but I've collected a lot. And I do have booster boxer in different games. I'm always on the lookout for different card games, whether some are just in Japanese, because I know there's a lot that are just in Japan that have not made its way over here but as a matter of fact one of them just got announced what i think a week ago called battle spirit saga that's supposed to be you know for us but that's besides the point i know you're talking about the one that he mentioned and strangely enough i did kind of see what what exactly it might be or what it's going to be it seems that obviously there are some inspirations to uh pokemon i think some of the artwork and some of the stuff that he had going and again i'm not sure what direction he's going into because there's a lot of people who kind of get into trading card games there's a lot of people who try to make these trading card games now to kind of put into perspective this year alone i want to say and this is just me personally have come across at least 15 to 20 new trading card games maybe one or two of them have succeeded and that's put and that's very generous because trading card games don't last unless you have just a huge backing a huge following there's a lot of variables that are going to actually come into play so i didn't see a lot of this a lot of those things and again he said he said it was going to be november so obviously he still has a lot of the logistics coming out but i think he did tease that some of the art was going to be very pokemon-esque um one of the games it, that came off the top i'm sorry if i'm not mistaken i think he has somebody that has worked on Pokemon helping him out with his with his Elestrals. So that's where it comes in that you're saying like you see the inspiration like it's it's there. Yeah. You see, and you see, my thing was, and initially all I can think was that it's not it's not the first trading card game that has drew inspiration for Pokemon. One of the ones that got huge, and I mentioned it before. Uh, and I think it was in 2021 that's just been blowing up. It's called MetaZoo. It takes mythical creatures. They put them on. It has a very 80s 
animation type drawing art to them very throwback um there's another one that came off the top of my head that's these are just these are two brand new ones that are dropping right now called nostalgics again does play into the some of the animal stuff and another one called polywog again this is just three off the top of my head that i can think of that kind of go into that realm of creatures and animals and different things like that so again it's interesting to see what's going to differentiate this game that is coming out with from all the other ones now again it does help when you have a huge when you have a huge support system it does help tremendously but you have to when it comes to card games you have to cater to the collector the yes the collector the player and the community so it's a lot of variables and that's just one thing you know again um price points booster boxes packs um you, you gotta you gotta talk about you know, long-term also in terms of, well, are these cards going to be hard to get? They're going to be easy to get. Is it going to be fun to play? Is it not going to be fun to play? So I'm, I, I did see it. I'm going to be keeping my eye on it because again, I'm always a sucker. I'm mainly a sucker for car, uh, card games. So it's just good art. And if it's not good art, just something to fun. There are several that I've again dabbled into. I think the one I, I do play one online that is barely coming out, not barely, they did change the game. It's called Shadowverse. They kind of changed it a bit in, in J uh, Japan to kind of fit that Western audience. So maybe it might come. But again, so again, aside from the point, I'm going to keep my eye on it. So I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, I did, again, did see the guy and his inspiration. He seems very passionate about it. So hopefully uh, November comes around. And again, Kickstarters, you can see a lot of Kickstarter projects. And some have even, you know, collected millions and millions from Kickstarter and bombed. Think about that. So it's going to be interesting to see, and I'm definitely going to keep, keep my radar on that for sure. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 uh, I watch his content quite a bit being that he's one of the bigger pokey tubers out there. How many uh, followers do you have? Uh, a drive. Let me double check. But in terms of like the community and the backing, like he's going to have that. I yeah. think what it comes down to is just, he has a million subscribers is what I okay. see on YouTube. That's just YouTube. He also streams. I think so. No, okay, actually, so I haven't seen him stream in a while. So a million subscribers on YouTube, which is substantial, you know? Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. And again, this is just people who follow him. And again, you're not even... The trading card community is a whole different monster. That's why I'm tripping out. The fact that he has like, okay, he has a million views, uh, a million uh, subscribers, and now you're also going to get into a, you know, we're going to get into the trading card community. And again, but right now, kudos because it's a it's a hard time for trading card games but it's also a great time i know it's kind of contradictory but it's it's a great time because people are very aware of trading card games that are coming out so it's a good time as any to do it you know the fact that it's just it's um, it's still a great hobby i don't think it's not going to go away anytime if if at all i think trading card games now are just going to be as popular now than they've ever been so it's a great time. It's going to be a hard time, but it's a great time to do it. So I'm going to keep my eyes on that. It's what is it? What is it called again? He he called it a inter. It's Elestros. Elestros. Yeah. Elestros. For anybody interested, look up a drive either on Twitter or YouTube, or look up Elestros. I think it does have an official Twitter, uh, or you know, just uh, check it out if that's uh, your bag, right? Yeah, because I do have I actually have a list, and I kind of keep this list up to date of the different trading card games that are that look appealing. You know that i'm gonna keep my yeah mind based on, on like, ba based on what i've seen like the art looks nice and the cards themselves also look nice uh, uh again like whether or not it makes it or not just seems like it depends you know you have to separate yourself from everything else like why if people are gonna 
support this and buy this and play this or collect this. Why, why these, why should they play my game? Yeah. Right. It's what it comes down to. Yeah. And and just for some, just for some perspective, like on my list, and again, I'm always keeping tabs of card games are coming out on my list alone of some that I keep my radar on. I have 28 card games on my list. So kind of interesting, right? Kind of, yeah, that's that's a lot of competition. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. That's kind of give it to perspective into the trading card world. All right, so that's gaming. Uh, moving over to TV and movies. Day Shift, starring Jamie Foxx, is out now, which is, which was on the twelfth. It came out yesterday. Uh, it's a vampire centric show where Jamie Foxx hunts vampires. So if that's uh, something you're interested in, which I mean, I love vampires. I love vampire hunters. I love all that kind of stuff zombies what have you like i'll take it so i'm gonna be checking that out pretty soon i hope you guys do too yeah uh, actually i can get on that too actually we're gonna go watch it tonight um but obviously maybe tomorrow for sure but i know she had, i have it on my list as well so looking forward to it yeah uh up next hbo max green lantern series uh is still happening uh but they are quote unquote taking their time to get it right so uh, that's that's nice. Uh, uh, Green Lantern's always been a a hit or miss character, you know. Great whenever we've seen him in the in the animated stuff, you know. His his live action movie was questionable at best. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, hopefully, hopefully it's good this time around. Uh, Harley Quinn season four is said to be a safe bet. I, I know hope you're so. a big. I know you're a big fan. Oh, I don't know man. how much of season three you've. You've gone to, um, is it out? Actually, it's out, right? It's out, but you know, me, I usually wait for, um, I wait cause I like to binge watch. So it's on episode four and I check it's on episode four. Um, what I did read finally was the comic book series, the prequel to season three, if you want to call it something. So I did finish that up. It's great. And I love the humor. I love everything about it. So, uh, I'm super stoked for that. It's a safe bet at least not confirmed, but a safe bet. So hopefully it does, you know, come to fruition yeah we did uh, we also did get the first look at cobra kai season five uh some little screenshots with some characters coming back uh it's a series that i enjoy i know uh, another friend of ours omar also likes it a lot i don't know if you've seen any of this or you're invested in this show at all i have not Mm-mm. oh it's a good one it's a good one you should check it out whenever you get a chance <laughs> let me add it to my yeah my, <laughs> <laughs> to the long to my, list <laughs> to my to my promises yeah, my promises and they're not false promises i promise I, i'll get to them i promise <laughs> yeah uh christian bale has been cast as shadow for sonic 3 i that thought is, this one was pretty exciting that is i have i'm for it. i i'm a big i like christian bale i like what he does that guy's just he's versatile also so gonna be awesome to see and again shadow is who doesn't like shadow people love shadow so yeah i love the second one have you seen them yet no i have not i do love them the song from part two though (laughs) shout out to kikari yeah uh we got a rick and morty trailer this week too for the new season uh you're not a rick and morty guy are you i know know cornelio is brown yeti yeah i've seen the first season actually of and it was funny it was memorable for whatever reason i just haven't got on the other ones but i did see them for sure yeah it'll be premiering september 4th on adult swim and this will be season six that's crazy 
It has a big fan base. Uh, it's funny. I've also seen quite a bit, but not all of it. Do they uh, have any plans to uh, end it anytime soon? Because hey, Six Seasons is, that's great, man. Or is it going to go like Futurama or uh, Simpsons or like, what's the, what's the end? What's the end? I haven't seen anything like that. So I, I think they're going to, they might just full on go Family Guy, Simpsons. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, I mean, I would just see them kind of just keep going unless like, I, I haven't seen any plans for them ending, so. Yeah. And as far as I know, I, sure. I think they're going to keep going until they kind of run out. Yeah. Uh, the Batman 2, not yet greenlit, but if there is a movie coming out, it is said to be like quite a few years away. Yeah. And it's always that merger, that whole merger thing always kind of rears its head. And I know before we had talked about it, and I was kind of, you know, I was always kind of optimistic in that, in that, in that regard. But the more I hear about all these people kind of, or all these projects just kind of being in limbo, I'm like, man, like, what the hell is going on? You know, so that's weird. It's just all strange that some of these things are just kind of panning out the way they are. Yeah. Is this part of that universe as well? Is this Batman supposed to be part of the DC universe? I don't, I don't remember. I don't think so. Uh, I don't think, because obviously you have Ben Affleck coming out and you're talking about that, right? In uh, yeah. Aquaman, yeah, I don't yeah. think so, man. Like, I think this is something just totally separate. But it's a new take, I guess. A standalone, those standalone Batman films, again, and that this is not even t- thinking about the uh, reset that they talked about. I don't know, I don't know what the hell they're doing. And honestly, like, I, I couldn't even tell you, man. Not until maybe more news comes out. Maybe when you get closer. Maybe when these guys have an idea of what the hell they're doing. So, we'll see, man. I couldn't tell yeah, you. It, I mean, it's an HBO Max thing, right? So. Uh, or at least it was one of those that launched on HBO Max, right? So you would think uh, it didn't launch, but it came early to HBO Max. So you would think it would have something to do with the, it's uh, it's obviously still DC, but it's not within that universe. So I'm not sure if they're going to do everything, if they're resetting everything or specifically just the DC, the DC universe, like with Wonder Woman and, 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 uh, their own Batman, uh, Aquaman, Shazam, all that stuff because uh, Gal Gadot is supposed to be coming in, coming up in some uh, in some projects too. From what I hear, then because now we're we were talking about Green Lantern just a while ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I mean, let's see, let's see what else. Uh, we also are supposed to be having a Penguin series coming at some point, right? Yeah. So so let's see what uh, we end up hearing with that going forward. Up uh, next, I have Roy Lee, which was uh, the producer, I think, for the last Friday the 13th movie and for It, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, he teases news about the future of Friday the, thir- the, thir- uh, the 13th. I know that had been in limbo a little bit with some of the original writer and the people that were making the movies now. And that kind of led to like the collapse of the game that we all enjoy. Yeah. yeah, which we're a big fan of. I actually <laughs> yes. got in a couple matches yesterday. Uh, so he's teasing just some news about what, what will be next for Friday the 13th. I know that'll be very exciting for Ricky to hear, uh, and the rest of us in terms of games. And I mean, I've always watched these films and enjoyed watching them. So not quite to Ricky's, uh, level, but yeah, Ricky, uh, he's a big fan. As a matter of fact, I think he contributes Friday the 13th being his gateway horror and Ricky's a big horror buff, big movie buff in general, but his horror is his thing um, to the point where he will go to, what's he call him? Syndrome.com, get some 
the movie's on there and he gets those crazy obscure super niche 1970 AK sometimes foreign films from the 1960s that just supposed to be super bonkers and ridiculous um so shout out to Ricky and and again Friday the 13th um it's hopefully it gets something worthwhile I know all these other big old um horror icons have kind of gotten their moment from Freddy to it to Mike Myers Michael Myers, I'm sorry. <laughs> Not Mike Myers, Michael Myers. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> always, dude, always growing up, I always confused him. And like, I know the difference, man, but for some reason, when it just comes out, like, it just can't help but just say them both. Yeah, <laughs> but they're not the same person. I even saw a meme a while back where it's like when you confuse Michael Myers with Mike Myers, and it has Mike Myers' face um, on Michael's in Michael's jump outfit, whatever, with a knife, and he has that smile on from Austin Powers. No, I'm <laughs> epic man. Yeah, so so ho- hopefully we get some uh, some good news about that coming soon, and uh, it it comes back to us, and we get a new game. Hopefully, hopefully, because we really enjoyed Friday the Thirteenth. We really did. So uh, this one uh, in particular, I left for last because I wanted to get your opinion on this. Uh, yes. Mark Ruffalo made some comments about uh, Star Wars saying that uh, if you watch any Star Wars project, you're pretty much going to get the same version of Star Wars every single time. Basically, that it always has the same story, same vibe versus when you watch something Marvel, it's going to be very different. Mm hmm. And it can feel completely different each time you watch. What do you think about that? Huh. You agree? Do you not agree? Like, do you? Let me. Uh, are let me are they different? Let me t- let me talk it out with you before I come with a consensus to that. It's interesting because I'm the first thing I came to mind was Martin Martin Scorsese when he said a while back that Marvel films aren't it's in cinema, right? Isn't that the terminology? It's not that's film. What, it's that, not cinema. Said, yeah, that's what he said. Okay, so it, for some reason, I thought of him. Now, obviously, this this quote kind of contradicts, you know, Mar, uh, Martin Scorsese's take on Marvel films, because and it's that line where he says you can have a whole different feeling, even within the Marvel universe. Like how you say, how do you say it? Every time you watch them, you're gonna get a different feeling. Yes, and that's interesting. Obviously, the tones and the plot lines from each Marvel film differ completely. You know, those Thor movies are not the same thing that you will see like in a what um an ant-man movie or i guess ant-man's actually kind of more the comedy one so is so is shang chi guardians of the galaxy again kind of follows that formula um Mm -hmm. i'm trying to think one off the top of my head uh dr strange was dr strange at least the first one second one it did have spurts or whatever but maybe that one kind of can you know get away from that whole comedy plot line a comedy formula that it kind of runs with that stuff i know but thor being the biggest one for that you know, it, it wants to be funny. It doesn't take itself too seriously, and it kind of pushes its plot lines and its themes in that capacity. Uh, but then you have something super serious, right? And then you get those things, super serious things like what? Shoot, even even Edward Norton's Hulk, right? From from that was part of the uh, Marvels. People forget about about that one. But that movie was serious. It was nitty gritty. It was a little bit dark. Um, you can also you can also think of Captain America, the Captain America movies. Those again, completely different from what you would see something like in Thor. Yeah, are you are you seeing where I'm kind of going with this? Yeah, um, yeah, and and I I think you're nailing it. Uh, you know, that's exactly how I feel about them as well. I feel like for the longest time, I feel like Star Wars has been an episodic story. Yeah. Whereas 
Marvel are kind of individual stories that tie into a universe. Yeah, that ultimately tie in at the end, right? So it, it, it's these every every Marvel movie has its story in and of itself, where it has its conflict, its humor, its characters. Uh, you know, it's bad guy, it's good guy, uh, and ultimately, like they, it, it does take you on a journey each and every movie. And at the end, these heroes just happen to end up together and work together. Versus Star Wars, like you kind of their their trilogy format you know you kind of have a long drawn out story and each movie gets you to that ending but now it feels like we're starting to go away from that and having like the star wars like sub shows like the mandalorian like boba fett so now it seems like we're starting to get those other things that are different because mandalorian is nothing like star wars yeah uh, Obi Wan was a little more Star Wars ish. You see, I, I guess you kind of, you're kind of connecting it to the whole Skywalker saga, right? And I think Star Wars has always been tied to Skywalker in every single capacity, up until what two years ago or so. When, when, when did the last one come out? Yeah, it's been, th- it's been a well, few years. Yeah, it's, it's been like years. three or four years. Um, and 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 that's always what Skywalker. I mean, that's always what Star Wars has been. Yeah, up Skywalker. until Skywalker. Uh, up until we started to get this new wave of shows Hell, that are the, doing um, well you know yeah even what's that one the the star wars anime i saw the first three episodes or whatever and i thought the ronin's the ronin jedi from episode one was just fantastic i said this is this is badass man <laughs> like look at this like star wars can can it can tell so much more can tell many stories in any capacity and it's always been tied down and bogged down to just Skywalker, Skywalker, and I don't know about you, but I I think I'm ready for Star Star Wars to go in a whole completely different direction. Uh, you know, it can have all these individual stories and still be successful because Star Wars is not one guy. It's obviously Star Wars is many different stories, like as what we've seen here. So I I think Mark Mark Ruffalo is kind of on the point, but I think it's a little late to kind of specify this, which is kind of weird, right? Um, so he's a little late on his point. You're pretty much going to get the same version of Star Wars each time. Well, you were going to get the same version of Star Wars each time you saw it. it Not anymore. It, it, yeah, if you're talking, well, because he said project, or I think they, 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 they alluded to like that he means any Star Wars project. Now, when it, in terms of movies, like they have yet to go away from that trilogy formula with the big, with the big Star Wars like yeah. movies, right? In cinema. But in terms of like Mandalorian, even Obi-Wan is a little different from the standard, like, you know, Star Wars stuff, but it probably is the closest uh, of the shows to what we see in the in the big movies. Uh, Boba Fett was also different. Uh, we had uh, Solo, which was kind of, you know, a flop, but it was it was different, too. We had. Uh, what is it called? The movie, the big movie. Uh, Which one? Rogue One? Rogue One. We have Rogue, we had Rogue One, which was a was a big success, uh, super popular. Now we have uh, Endor coming out uh, pretty soon. So I mean, I get what he's saying, and I think that does make sense in the movies. But with with the expansion of the Star Wars universe, I think like we're cha- that's starting to change. I also think it's kind of a little unfair, just a little unfair, because Marvel's massive. Marvel's massive. Like you're talking 
from it's, Marvel has been established since the 50s, 60s in comic book format. And even then it's had time to tell its stories, you know, in decades and decades and decades where Star Wars kind of, what, it's in the 70s, right? 70s? Is that when it kind of came? And it's, that's going to start off as a movie, not a comic book. When Marvel has has had comic books, animated animated series, right? Even, you know, pertaining to us, Star Wars didn't kind of start doing that until obviously later in their in their lifetime. Um, you've had, we've had movies, live action movies, live action movies, animated movies. We just had so, so much, you know, and I know Star Wars is massive too, but what you're, I'm taking Marvel with two to one, three to one, maybe as far as how big they are, maybe more. Yeah. And also generous. like Star Wars started a long time ago, like, and they just started as a trilogy. Then they put out a different trilogy Then they came back with uh, some animated shows and stuff like that, which a lot of people haven't really checked out. Yeah. Uh, but now it seems like they're trying, they're starting to not just do the main story, but branch out, like you say, with uh, the rest of the universe and what else is out there and all these other stories that are out there to be told. Yeah. So I think, I think it's, I think it's fair to say what he said, but I also think that I think it's a little dated already. That's because he just said it recently, right? Um, going into the future for sure. So, uh, Next up, we have anime. Uh, unless you want to skip this, Marcus, we can if you want. No, never. <laughs> no. All right. So I got Ranking of Kings, Treasure Chest of Courage coming yes. 2023. Yes. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of this show, Marcus. I, I don't think so, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Prince Boji, man. I'm always hyping up. If there's somebody, if somebody's a happy ending, it's Prince Boji because holy hell, man, you know. Don't even tell me right he's here. your boy. Don't man, even tell me he's your boy. <laughs> my boy right here just going through so much, man. Um, and at first, yeah, at first when they when they mentioned the treasure chest of courage, I was like, is this a special episode? I even saw some people saying it was a special episode, but I think it's a second season, or it's you know, it's a whole season to come with it. So I'm super excited. Um, it's it's amazing. And if you haven't picked it up, I'm always telling people, hey, watch it. Reagan of Kings, man. I swear, but if you don't, if you're not into it by episode two, you can turn it off, and you you can call me the worst anime recommendation giver in the world. I don't care. Just get to episode two. All right. So, Attack on Titan special <laughs> event scheduled for November thirteenth. I wonder what that is. Yeah, I feel like we all know, right? <laughs> well, I mean. Well, it says final season, right? I would have liked to have seen, oh, you know, a manga announcement. I know me and you are on that boat. So, again, Attack on Titan, we'll wait to get onto a Attack on Titan discussion later in the future when, you know, everybody talks about it again so we can give our thoughts during that time, right? Yeah. Well, we know it's we know it's coming. November, or at least something is coming, November 13th. Yeah. So, we'll be November looking 13th. out for that date. Mark it on your calendar. Mm -hmm. uh, do you have anything else you wanted to add into anime before we get into like the two big announcements of the week for it being Bleach and Haikyuu? No, I think that was about it. There wasn't a lot of anime stuff kind of going on. I know there's been some announcements in other um, genres. Delicious in Dungeon anime adaptation. I'm not familiar with it, but I know it's very, very, very popular um, by Studio Trigger. Other than that, I don't think there's anything else. I, I was kind of hoping to get to the Bleach and Haikyuu stuff ASAP, so... Okay, so we'll start with Bleach. Bleach, the 1,000-year blood arc, is going to be exclusively on Disney+. Plus. Big shocker for a yeah. lot of people. I, yeah. I didn't see this coming when Marcus told me about it. I was like, what? Like, what are they doing getting into the anime game? Little did I know 
Marcus filled me in that they already have some anime in different parts of the world. And there's been some questionable things uh, going on there in terms of the way they distribute or how they distribute or when they just whatever. I'll just let Marcus break it down. Oh, yeah. So from the get go, when I saw this and that's because a, a friend of mine had had sent me the picture and my immediate reaction was, I, sw I swear, was, what the fuck? And I, t I, t I text Rico, I said, what the hell is going on? Like, I freaked because it's not the first time, mind you. Uh, after a while, you, Disney Plus in Japan has already had its foot in the anime world. And for good reason, clearly, right? Because, you know, people in Japan love anime. And every single outlet is going to have some sort of anime to kind of cater to them. Now, the reason, it's kind of, a, just a couple of reasons, it's kind of a big deal. It's because there's a couple of things that can happen. It can get what's called the summertime rendering treatment. And if you're not familiar, I've mentioned it multiple times in the podcast. It's an anime I'm still waiting on. It's one that I want to see, but it's region locked. I haven't been able to see it at all anywhere. You know what I mean? So I've this was weeks ago, months ago, actually, where I was like, well, how the hell can I see this show? And I realized, well, you cannot see it until all 25 episodes have aired in Japan. And I'm thinking, okay, what episode are they on? They're 18 weeks in. 18 episodes there's still seven more weeks left so you're kind of my immediate reaction was is bleach gonna get this treatment you know what i mean like enrico enrico was making some damn good points enrico was saying well you know there it makes no sense to just kind of release some you know have them all come out and just bam netflix drop them onto disney plus because that makes no sense for subscribers you want you want to elaborate on that just a bit i know you said it better than i did well the way i see it like in terms of uh, if they're breaking into the anime market, it must be because they see other people with a lot of success, right? So ultimately, when you are a streaming service, you want to sell those subscriptions by way of acquiring content that people are interested in. Now, for the people that are invested in Bleach, which is a hell of a long anime, uh -huh. uh, these people that want to see this show are going to, wherever it goes, they're going to they're gonna subscribe. So rather than say... We're going to drop everything on this specific date and have them subscribe for that month alone. Or maybe even if there's a free trial for your service or something like that and just do that. Why, why would you do that rather than choose to go episodic week to week and have them subscribe for several months versus just one? Because I feel like that's something that you hear more and more about. I know with Netflix, with the drop of Stranger Things they kind of saw like a huge uptick when Stranger Things came out. And then lately they say that they've just been dropping and dropping and dropping in subscribers. Mm -hmm. So I just think, you know, that week to week model, at least for them on their side, if this is a money thing, which I mean, of course, let's be real. Like that's why they're buying yeah. the rights to something like this to try and play their hand at getting into this game. You would think that that would make more sense rather than them holding out and, you know, People don't want to have to wait, like you're saying, like you want to be able to consume. And I know you feel some kind of way about week to week. Uh, you would rather do the binge, but I See, mean. But in this case, in this case, I would think it's a special case because just because usually the binge just happens, maybe, you know, 12, 13 episodes, and then I'll kind of start catching up to it. But just overall in this case where, okay, so all 25 episodes have already aired in Japan. Okay, so uh, do I still have to wait? You know, what's the waiting time between the, until they all get subbed and then dropped? Is they gonna, are they all gonna be region locked after episode twenty five, and then are they gonna release subbed week by week after that on another platform? Like, there's a lot of there's a lot of 
variables are land, a lot of confusion kind of going on between there. And again, we don't know exactly what's going to happen and how it's going to drop. But the fact that it's happened with summertime rendering, there's already a little bit of, you know, what's it called information already a little bit of data that's already been gathered. So it's a possibility that just might happen. Now it's Enrico, you mentioned again, we mentioned it's money. It's a money thing, right? And obviously Disney has some deep pockets, right? Everybody knows Disney. And I've also here like, damn it, you know, Disney kind of getting into the anime game. In my case, I was kind of thinking, and this is kind of the second point when it comes to why bleach kind of being a big thing, a big deal is because keep in mind that bleach is at one point or was, I'm sorry, at one point considered the big three it was part of the big three you know for whatever and for whatever reason dragon ball super isn't i mean dragon ball z wasn't a part of that but obviously i think it already finished at that point but you had one piece naruto and bleach think about that bleach is getting a new season <laughs> who's not gonna wanna why aren't you gonna want to get on that train and the words that they use that disney plus outbid crunchyroll to get these rights you know i remember a while back i had mentioned that chainsaw man was going to be shown on, on crunchyroll and you had mentioned and this was off the podcast you know oh I, I didn't why was that a big deal i was like well because other people can pick it up this is and granted i didn't think disney plus right but this is why it kind of just came like oh okay now it makes a lot of sense right so again you have Bleach, right? Now you have Disney Plus kind of taking a big juggernaut that is Bleach, especially the thunder, the thousand, uh, the year arc that's going to be coming up here. So the blood arc of all things, they're going to show the blood arc on yeah. Disney. And that was my third point. Thank you. <laughs> Censorship. <laughs> Everybody knows how the world feels. At least we do. I know when it comes to censorship, like it's rough and Disney and censorship just do not go hand in hand. I think they barely made an exception for Deadpool, right? Just recently, because Deadpool was going to be rated R, right? Yeah, yeah, they did. They did just recently add three movies, which are the Deadpool's and Logan, uh, to Disney. So I'm I'm hoping that means that they're open to having more content like that. I did read somewhere that the animator, I don't know the if manga. it's the animator of the yeah of the manga. Uh, yeah, he he made some comments that he kind of had uh, the anime in mind when he was uh, making the drawing or drawing everything or whatever. So uh, I'm guessing it's not going to be some anything too crazy. But I mean, he, it kind of remains to be seen, like what we're going to get in terms of animation for the the anime, and then what Disney's going to be okay with, or if they're kind of just going to let it fly. I would hope that they would kind of just let it go now that they are into some rated R content and stuff. But I mean, yeah, we're not really like you sure. say, the history with history with the history there uh, kind of remains to be seen. Yeah, we're, and we're not really sure exactly what route they're going to go. And again, like you said, what which way is this going to go? Disney going to go? You know, how much if they do are going to censor it? Also, coming from Tai Kubo, he had mentioned that they wouldn't censor anything the, the way it that's the way it's going to be and that's the way the anime is going to be so we have his confirmation but again i don't know how i don't know how, how can i say it tight it's going to be how good it is considering that you're dealing with someone like disney um now it's also keep in mind when the old anime came out there was already a lot i don't want to say censorship but there were things that were toned down the manga is actually a lot more intense and a little bit more gruesome than the anime kind of tends to be a little less bloody here and there right people aren't missing limbs limbs aren't flying off and stuff like that and so we're gonna see what exactly 
it's going to happen here. And I know everybody's kind of keeping their eyes, keeping their lens on on here because it's going to it's going to mean something. The fact that Disney Plus bought Bleach and it, you know some. They, people batted an eye at these other ones, you know, summertime, uh, summertime rendering, but something as as big as Bleach, we're gonna we're gonna keep a close watch as to exactly what this means for anime and Disney. And I know Rico and I even kind of had some theories. Oh, okay, well, what's to stop Disney from creating their own anime section? Maybe they can even buy a hub. And the one that comes to my mind was um, it wasn't High Dive. It was High Dive, but they're owned by AMC Network. But nothing's gonna stop them from acquiring another smaller hub and just kind of just bringing it into themselves and using it as their anime platform. So it's going to be a, it's going to be crazy to see. The silver lining though, again, always silver lining. Competition is always good. Remember that, right? Uh, Funimation and Crunchyroll are not one thing in cr the Crunchyroll name. So Crunchyroll doesn't have this hold and I know people are always kind of against just one monopoly on certain things. In this case, we still have a couple and I've always mentioned High Dive being um, AMC Network aka Sentai Filmworks. Um, so we do have Crunchyroll, High Dive, and if Disney wants to kind of start dabbling in here, you know, we're going to see what happens. We also have Netflix, by the way, so we do have roughly three. So there's, there's not a real big monopoly, but I know Crunchyroll tends to be the one that wants to kind of scoop a lot of these things up, you know, where, you know, you have stuff like the Netflix treatment, and I mentioned in the pla in the past, which they kind of just hold on to it and release it. That's not, that doesn't seem to be the case anymore. Like with Comey Can't Communicate, it's a weekly thing with uh, my uncle... Oh, what's it called? It's my the, my uncle Isuke one, Isekai one, where he's back in the real world. Um, that one's also getting a weekly release. So Netflix is obviously doing something for the anime audience, which is good to see. But otherwise, yeah, those are my thoughts on Bleach, man. It's going to be interesting to see. I'm definitely going to keep our eyes peeled on this one. Yeah, I think with them coming into the game, hopefully, like in my mind, hopefully they're not going to come in and Please. burn the fans right away. If they hope to continue to, to get into the anime game, uh, you know, I would just hope that they start off on the right foot and not start off because they have stuff already, but at least for the stuff that we're going to be watching here soon, uh, at least on this level, you know, Bleach being a, a big deal, uh, yeah. and it's, and well-established at that, Oh yeah. uh, you know, hopefully they just start off on the right foot and give a, give people the show, uh, be, be it what it may, you know, a little darker, bloody, uh, gore, whatever rated R, uh, I just hope that they do it the right way, and uh, if they're going to get into the game, you know, might as well do it right. Oh, yeah. Do it right by the fans, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And what I even mentioned, hopefully they, um, it's all about the money. So, again, any money that goes to the pockets of these animators who actually animate this stuff, Disney Plus out there, hey, you know, shoot them a bill or something, man. Give them something. Not, not, not you know, a dollar bill. Uh, not a bill, right, with credit, but these guys are underpaid. They the, the report came out a while back, so hopefully they get their due on this one uh so the last thing i have here for anime is haikyuu uh, uh right after just about right after we finished the last, po last podcast uh that night after marcus and i recorded uh we talked for a little bit and then uh, we hopped off i hopped onto my twitter feed and saw that a haikyuu announcement was coming and <laughs> it ended up coming out last night or the or real early this morning at about 4 a.m. And they announced that Haikyuu is coming back. But. But. Instead of seasons. They're going to go into a two-part film. To wrap up the series. Now. This has plus both plus and minuses. Does it? Uh, Are you sure? I think so. Because I think. I think in Throw them work. 
I think I think in terms of when they say that they're going to give us a movie, uh-huh. I expect phenomenal animation. Oh yeah, that's a gimme. I expect like top tier animation, and none of this like just we're rushing this out kind of kind of crap, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's also going to be probably a pretty lengthy movie. I would imagine. I would hope, based on what our minus is going to be. Uh, so to me, the animation thing is the big plus. Now the big, big minus is going to be. Uh, based on what I hear, and Marcus is more familiar with uh, the rest of Haikyuu going forward because I haven't read, he's read. I've only, I'm only an anime consumer at this point because it is probably my favorite series. Uh, there's quite a bit left in terms of the story, and it seems like the community is pretty upset that they're going this route because ultimately, like these two films, even if they end up being like an hour and a half, which I hope they aren't. Uh, they are going to end up cutting significant parts of the manga. Mm-hmm. And we're just going to be missing that content. So to me, those are the two, pl- the big plus and minus. I know you could probably elaborate more on that. So just, and again, I'm a spoiler. I'm not going to mention any spoilers, so no worries. Um, and again, this is obviously for Rico's sake. I, I don't want to, I'll never be that guy. Um, Mindful. But- mindful <laughs> but just to kind of give you kind of just a rundown season four ended on chapter 293 so if you've caught up with the anime that's where you're at as far as the manga is concerned the manga ends at 402 so you're talking what 109 chapters I think I, I, yeah i think i saw somewhere like 109 110 something like that so you have 109, 110 chapters remaining. Now, the thing with two films, and again, when it comes to content, they would be omitting some matches, which are roughly 11. One of them is 11 chapters in the in the manga. The other one's a, few, a little bit longer and stuff. But obviously, you know, we have the one that Rico and I have been looking forward to in the anime because we know it's all coming is the dumpster bowl, trash can bowl. Um, depending on how we, what version, language you say, they cut different things. But we are getting the dumpster showdown soon. And when it comes to the film, and this is one of the things where it's like, how long is the movie going to be? Uh, if we have 100 chapters, you're talking what? You're going to put two films at 50 chapters per film, 51 chapters per film? That is a lot. And how are you going to focus on the games that are left with 50 chapters? Now, and again, in the in back of my mind, I'm thinking of two particular games that happen, which would obviously be the the entire, and it would encompass the majority of these films. So what about the other ones? And the, some of them might be insignificant, but they're still fun. But there's at least one or two that have some story significance overall. So back in my mind, what's, it's just going to kind of flash over it, kind of just go through it. Unless these movies are two and a half hours long, maybe they can actually stretch it and give us something from there. My so my thing and my hope is that it becomes massive to the point where they're going to have another announcement and say, sorry, guys, we made a mistake. It's going to be three films, not two. Then I would be like, okay, I can see 30 chapters of film. That's something I would be looking forward to. So I'm hoping and I'm, I'm not praying, right? But 
I have a feeling they might change their mind. And again, don't quote me or anything, but I would hope they would change their mind down the line and add in and make it a trilogy rather than a duology going on here with the two final films thing. Because there is a lot and I want to see, I just want to see animated and I want to see come taking place. We still have a couple of games here where in season after season four ends, there's still a couple of things that need to go on. Something needs to happen before the final film can be this epic one and a half hour thing that obviously is just playing in my head. I'm not going to say it out loud, but it would be that game that would just be intense. And if it, if for crazy reason it led to a manga announcement that there was a sequel or something, real uh, Kuroku's basketball type thing going on there, that would be kind of great because it does kind of hint some stuff there at the end. Uh, for those of you who read it, you know what I'm talking about. But I do have some hopes. I do have some things going on. Like Rico said, the big plus i guess would be not i guess what would be obviously you're dealing with movie budget money so you can have some crazy crazy animations and especially the animations we've seen coming from the the anime scenes one two three and four especially three some some off the chain stuff going on here but yeah those are my gripes and when i heard it i was i was kind of honestly disappointed i said are you serious like two films that's that's nothing you know and people kind of share the same sentiment online there they would be cutting a lot of material and cutting a lot of things and i i get it maybe maybe one or two of those would not be significant but some of that stuff that would they would be cutting does play to the story and the character you know progression character uh, development so i would hope something happens in the future but that's just my take on it um but yeah anything else you want to add on that one uh, just that I kind of was disappointed because I wanted a season because you just can't compare a movie to a season that's drawn out and has a, a whole story and stuff like that. I know they did uh, adapt season three, which was 10 episodes to a movie as well. I have never seen it in its movie form. Uh, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I need to go back and watch season three again and then watch the see the movie and kind of get a feel of how different they are and what they did omit because i think that season slash movie is supposed to be like 40 chapters or something like that uh-huh. so i kind of want to see what i'm what i can point out that it has to be cut uh and kind of come to grips that like i'm gonna miss that in the if this does end up being the way they release this it, you know that's kind of what it's going to be like going forward uh with these movies uh, I think for me, it's not as crazy because I I haven't read the manga, so I don't even know what I'm going to be missing. Yeah, so you, you, in that you, way, like ignorance is bliss for me. Yeah, exactly. That's what you uh, said earlier when you said it perfectly. I said, yeah, you're absolutely right. And being and being that I've already waited like five years, like I'm, I need something like I just want it. <laughs> so I just need to to watch this and I want I want to see it already, you know. Uh, so I don't know. It's kind of like a bittersweet that I hear all these people say, like, you're going to miss out on a lot. But then I also think like, well, even if they do put it out this way, uh, I, I still am waiting to watch it because I plan to read it after I watch it. So maybe there'll be more that I'll be able to absorb when I read it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, um, but but it was the number one trend on Twitter for like all night that after it got announced. So uh, let's see if they do end up uh, taking back and saying, you know what, we're hearing you guys 
and this is not what you want. So either we're going to add that movie or some people were even, I guess it was misinterpreted, but I guess some people at the beginning were thinking that it was going to be a season and two movies or a season and a movie. Oh no, I don't, uh, that, that would, that would, that would make sense. A long movie. And, and again, this is me just hoping that these films are longer than two hours. Mugen Train was about two hours. So if you have two movies, maybe at two and a half hours, you can kind of get creative with some of the stuff and still make it epic as hell. Um, but again, I would be hoping for a third movie at two hours a piece just to give me that extra hour. But no, that a season and a movie, and which is what we talked about last night, because Rico and I did talk about maybe what some of the things were going on. And I had mentioned... Um, worst case scenario i honestly i did not anticipate two movies i didn't but i said well it i i would be cool with a season and a movie because that would make sense also a a, a 24 episode season or maybe even a 16 episode season uh something kind of go to kind of go on there and a movie because um something does happen later on where the movie would kind of a two and a half hour movie would lend itself and tell that story pretty damn good in movie form so maybe that's that honestly i think that's the direction they plan on going in I think my silver lining here would be that if, if if they decide to stick with two films and if maybe I would be okay with if they were two and a half hours long. That might be pushing it, but I I would expect two and a half hours for these two films. And especially if Mugen Train can be two hours, these films can be two and a half hours. Just saying. The Snyder Cut, four hours? <laughs> <laughs> I'm down. I'll watch it. <laughs> Yeah, we would, man. Watch party for sure. All right, so that uh, that wraps up our little Haikyuu stuff. I'm just glad it's coming. Our anime oh, period, but I'm just glad that I'm getting something. I've been waiting so long, and I'm ready, man. I'm ready. I had initially thought it was... Uh... I don't know why. I initially thought it was a sequel to the manga. And again, that's I'm kind of praying for some sort of sequel. And, and again, real real last game from Krogs basketball, something on that on that level, you know. So or even above that level. Again, for those of you who read the manga, you know what I'm talking about. Um so yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see. It's gonna be fun to see. And hopefully they do listen. Hey, just give me one more movie. If that's if that's what you can do, I'll take it. Give me a little something extra. I'm not being picky, am I right? A little greedy. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see i mean even even those of us that are just watchers like you know you know what's coming next like you know the big thing coming next uh i won't spoil anything but if you're watching you know what i'm talking about and you would imagine that it's going to play out just most of uh, that the season or uh i guess however they're going to do it with the in terms of a movie is going to play out much like season three uh and then obviously you need at least one more game being like whoever it is that's going to be there in the finale of whatever it is like current day and then i know a little bit because i i've heard some rumblings about how this how the series ends i don't know what happens but i know that there is a little bit of a shift in the story uh so i mean that's that. a, that's three big things that's three really really big things and that's not counting all the storytelling that haiku is uh, is known for and what makes it good and that every character whether on our team or the other teams that we're going up against get a little story a little background you care about them and you learn about them and what makes what gets them going not just like our team you know like and you realize that none of these guys are bad sure some of them are maybe assholes but none of them are villains or bad guys they're all just want to win 
Uh, so I mean, let's let's see let's just see what happens. Let's wait it out. Let's see what these guys decide. Being that uh, it seems like the community is kind of skeptical to say the least. Yeah, but but yeah, we're hopefully we see some positive things going forward. And but ultimately, a haiku's haiku movie's a movie. Um, this is what we get. This is what we get. You know, so we gotta make the best of it for sure. Yeah. So moving into our Zen discussion, Marcus. Yes, our Zen discussion. <laughs> you want to kick this off or do I? Uh, no, I can go ahead and start it. Um, and it's real funny because I'm starting to think that, and and again, and I'm thinking my brother here, he, he didn't say anything, but Daniel has Daniel has actually listened to our stuff. Um, he goes to, he drives from about an hour commute to work and stuff like that, you know, a pl- an hour plus. So to and from work, he, you know, the other day he called me and he was listening to our podcast on, um, uh, was the game ones, right? Where I talked about how kind of RJ, my brother kind of was that gateway to me getting to video games at a young age and stuff like that. And, and how older brothers just got it. They just get it. You know, you know, Mm -hmm. back in the day, there was no internet. They, they just understood what the hell they needed to do. No cheat codes. They just knew what the hell to do in these games. And all and us as little brothers are just in shock and awe. So down decided to come in and talk about that. And I was kind of laughing, like, you're right. You know, David Daniels just like, yeah, RJ just, RJ just got it for whatever reason. He was just good at games before he stopped <laughs> playing that stuff. So it was real weird, man. You know, like people just get it. You know, we didn't have internet or anything like that. You know, we didn't get magazines, you know, but he just figured it out. So it was kind of funny that Daniel dude, called me and we talked about that. Dude, back in the day, like if you wanted to know and learn stuff about games, you had to call a hotline and pay money like to to call into a hotline and they would tell you like some of the latest things like in games and tips and tricks and stuff like that did you ever do that i never did i, I never did that's what i'm saying like if rg didn't know we didn't know man <laughs> unless we yeah. started until later on with magazines we started buying magazines around middle school and stuff like that you know fifth grade fourth grade elementary school and stuff like that were some it was those strategy guides and to a certain game that had all of these it was a walkthrough basically but i only ever bought them which i you know for the cheat codes in the back right oh it has cheat codes yeah hey, i want to see what's up with these cheat codes right so, cheater yeah you know but it, it, was, it was just to kind of see you know more or less because we didn't have this obviously we didn't have the internet uh, as readily accessible as we do now so unless my older brother couldn't figure it out or whatever like that's what it was um so yeah and, and kind of going back to the point where daniel kind of daniel called me and we started talking about this and i said man and i thought i was like did daniel like listen to our entire podcast because that discussion these, these discussions take place at the end and I'm starting to I'm starting to wonder if maybe like someone like Daniel just goes and fast forwards all the way to the discussion section of our podcast and just listens to that. <laughs> yeah, so. and I think there's something to that. Like it, it's there's a lot of outlets where people can get news, but the discussions like and stuff like that, especially like within our fan group, like I don't know. I think sure. I think that's uh, they're interesting, and we all we're all so different. Yeah, uh, I think which is I think a there. big plus. Yeah, I think we're and we do the news because we enjoy it. We like to talk about it. We want to give our thoughts because we do obviously have a lot of thoughts on it. But when you, when we get to the discussion section of what we're talking about, that's where it kind of gets a little bit more personal, right? And and people can relate a lot. I know our friend group can definitely relate. And if anybody out there who listens, you can relate too. You know, uh, by all means, if the discussion part's the part that you like, go ahead and fast forward. I'm just gonna say you can get your news from elsewhere. Uh, and obviously, I let a lot more uh, quick pace, but. Um, I like to think that our discussions are, you know, 
real good. And a while back, again, Rico and I decided to incorporate the discussions a lot more and talk and get through these discussions a lot more. Now, they can vary between 25 minutes to 45 minutes to an hour, uh, depending. Uh, to, but today's is going to be a little short, uh, not a little short, it's going to be a more on the shorter side. Uh, but we wanted to talk about kind of Zen. And, and this was brought on because we were kind of talking about, well, what can we talk about? And I said, well, I was like, honestly, dude, like, what do people do after work? And I was like, in my case, dude, like, I go to work, I get home, I'm tired, what do I do to wind down? And I know people have routines and I have my routine and my routine is set. I'm, you know, a creature of habit, right? People are creatures of habit. And when I get home, you kind of get into this whole Zen thing. And that's because as soon as I get back to my apartment, I still don't relax. There's kind of a process that kind of takes place. So I get home, right? Uh, I meet with my girlfriend, she's here also. And if and that's because her Zen is different. I can tell you what her Zen in a bit and it's totally, totally different from mine, which is actually kind of funny. But I do, we do cook dinner. I do work out before dinner. And then around 8, 830, I can find her sit down and relax. Now, sometimes, you know, and this is her Zen here where she, she gets home and she wants to do stuff, right? Where I want to relax and she wants to do something, go out, shop, go at least try a smoothie or try, you know, try a new place for dinner. If, if, if we didn't make dinner, stuff like that, uh, just go to Ross real quick or to a Target real quick, just to Walmart, just to, you know, but that's her way of winding down. Just to kind of, you know, let's do everything right before we sit down, we eat and we can relax for the rest of the night. Okay. Now her things are different from mine, but in this case, I, you know, after I'm done, working out, sitting down, I'm, I decide. And you got to decide quick because I don't know if it happens to you, but I get some, and sometimes I'll get to this number. I hate myself because I used to do it a lot. Where do I want to play a game or watch an anime? Play a game or watch an anime? Play a game or watch something? But then you spend so much damn time thinking about what the hell you want to do <laughs> that you do neither. Right? Yeah. <laughs> right? I get you. I get and, that. And, it's, and it sucks, dude. Okay. So once you decide what you want to do, okay, cool. And that and this is why I always have a video game on every system, just in case, right? You can't play your PlayStation for whatever reason. You, have, you can play something else. Because let's say you decide to, want to, to uh, play a game. Well, now, which game do you feel like playing? Do you feel like playing Overwatch? Do you feel like playing Fire Emblem? Do you want to start a new game on your PlayStation? Do you want to go and play an old game on your Xbox? And then you start doing that. And then you pick up your phone and you're like, oh, you know, you start going down social media. And again, that's a gateway for some people too, right? So if you're going yeah. down that rabbit hole, it's also another thing where it's like, damn, you know, when, when do you get to have time to relax and enjoy your hobbies? Especially, right, where you kind of work, you get home, you're too tired to watch anything, you're too tired to play anything. And I know I see, I know I see a lot of people online and it sucks because they always say, I don't enjoy games anymore, you know? And it's kind of like, well, damn, you know, because they're just burnt out. They're just, you know, they don't have time for it. They get, they're just too tired, which is why a lot of people kind of get into the whole anime thing. It's easier to watch something and just concentrate on something on TV rather than physically doing something, right? So once you once I decide, you know, I'm going to play a game. And sometimes, again, I do have this routine, even, even with something like that, right? Where I'll usually play games i'll wait till nighttime a little later at night i'll play with you guys or my friends if they're playing something um but i'll play with them for a few hours and then i'll always play my switch not always but i'll make it a habit or i try to play my switch right before bed a little bit here and there you must be thinking well where the hell do you watch anime where do you have the time there's a thing and cordonelio is always the one who talks about it where do you have time to just do all these things and play all these stories it's a routine and people say well isn't that work to me it isn't the fact that I'm able to kind of manage my time with my hobbies to me is it works. It works for me. 
I can, you know, Melanie needs to watch something as she eats, but she'll put something on her phone or something, whatever, and I'll watch it, whatever anime I'm watching. At least at least two episodes a day is kind of more or less where I'm at, right? Because I'll watch one when I eat, maybe watch an episode before before I go to sleep on my phone. I have no problem watching anything, anime on anything that I'm watching. So I, I'll go ahead and do that. While the other times where that's why, and I don't know if you've noticed, where usually my game time or when I start, when I start getting on a plane seems to be around 9 o'clock, to you know midnight that's kind of my sweet spot when it comes to gaming if i'm playing a single player game and it just takes over my entire you know i will drop everything that i'm doing and then just pass the game before i get back to that some sort of to that routine so yeah the after school stuff man you know and i, I do make it a point i do make it routine and it's kind of funny because that is my most relaxed relaxed spot and this is aside from getting to bed you know you realize how tired you are once you kind of as soon as you hit your bed and that's because my girlfriend tells me, she says, why don't you ever want to come to bed? I say, because I know as soon as I hit that damn bed, though, what is it? Your exhaustion is just going to, it's just going to swallow you and you're just going to be tired. I said, I don't want to go to bed. I want to do, I want to do stuff. And the sooner I go to bed, Rico, the the closer the next day gets, I have to go back to work. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to enjoy. I want to enjoy myself, man. That's, and it, it sucks, you know. And it, it, not that I don't enjoy being to try. I love being in the classroom. But you know, I I I like my hobbies, and I want to. What do they say? Why do you work? Well, I work to uh, I work to fulfill my hobbies or invest in my hobbies. And that's not true, right? But no, kind of right. But it's just, it's just it's just funny <clears throat> the way that works. That I want to use as much time as possible, because even during the week, man, honestly, dude, like I'll sleep at one one thirty in the morning, sometimes two o'clock on school nights. And then he says, "And she, how do you do it?" But, but you see, the thing is, is that I'll lay down in bed and I'll start doing something. Hell, like just this past week, and this then this is this past week during school, like no joke, I would get home. I would work out, I would eat. If Melanie wanted to do something, we would go do something be, uh, right after we ate. I would get home, I would play a couple of games. If you guys are playing, I would play online. I would watch anime and then I go to bed. I was reading, I'm, I'm reading the um, Awashi manga, the soccer one. I'm already mm -hmm. almost caught up. I would do that right before bed. And then after that, I would watch an episode of whatever I'm watching and then go to bed. It was like 1.45. That this was like a routine thing. And this is, this is you know, kind of running, where the hell do you have time to do all that? Well, this is where I do it. In school, during my off time, you know when if i'm not uh planning or doing any if i'm not planning or uh working with anybody else and i have a little bit of time to myself you know i have a bunch of stories on my computer i'll pull up a manga i'll read one of those manga and i'll just take off that's where i read my manhwa i just i'm always constantly reading i'm always i'm always invested in a story and i know our topic here was kind of you know where's your zen i do have my zen state my zen mode you know here at home and they even have a Zen mode over in school, you know? And again, I, I, I like to think I'm good at what I do, but you know, it's only natural that, hey, you know, when you teach six times a day and you have 25 plus kids, I think my base class is right now is 28, 29, you know, like it, it's gonna catch up to you. So during my conference, I have a conference period, I have a planning, I have my, what's called a PLC period. Um, during those times, you know, I will work for 55 minutes to an hour, just plan, get everything in check. I will maybe have 15, 20 minutes to myself where I sit down and wind down and I read and I get it. I just get invested in what I'm reading. And it's kind of like, you know, you feel good because you got to kind of give your, 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 your mind a chance to kind of relax. You know what I mean? Does that yeah. make sense what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So as far as Zen is concerned, like it's, it's important. <laughs> big time and just to kind of wind down and the whole winding down things i think that's the only reason i'm able to have some sort of mental stability 
you know, in this thing called life, right? This thing that we live in, right? You know, my hobbies and stuff like that. And, you know, and, and kudos to my girlfriend, man. She, um, she's always, she's always supporting me and these things. Oh, go play or go watch something, you know, you know, do, do these things, you know? And I'm always like, yeah, you know, and that's why, you know, if she wants to do something, you'll do it. She wants to go get something, go get something. But ultimately, you know, she, she lets me have a lot of my, a lot of my, uh, my hobby time, you know, especially at night, because I know she likes to be uh, in bed early, but at night, you know, I will, I'll go to bed, whatever, but I'll do stuff in bed just so I'm there. She's not by herself and then watch something or play something on my Switch. Like, just always having to do something with my hands because that's that's comfort for me. You know what I mean? Just being invested in a story. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that's, kind of, that's kind of my Zen thing kind of going on there. Um, what about yours? I don't know if that's complex, right? Mine was a little bit more... Uh, Sitting down at retail, uh, retail therapy, sitting down at a therapy or something, man. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, for me, it kind of goes to like two different. It, it depends what kind of Zen I need. Uh, oh, that's a good one. What do you mean? Which, by that? which, well, I'll, I'll break that down. Which for me, my Zen is one of two different ways. The first one is the simpler one, which is I've had a long day either productive day or i've been out and about all day or uh you know just uh after a long day right physically mm -hmm. or mentally who knows but i want to come home and i just want to relax and i just want to escape and kind of end my day and enjoy myself so in that way for me it's also either video games or a movie now depending on i think you hit the nail on the head how tired i am I can quickly feel, do I want to experience entertainment through just input, which yeah. would be that I watch something or do I want to do input and output? Do I have the energy to, to not just process, but also think and react in video games? So that's where I say, okay, I just want to do input. So I'll watch something, either yeah. a series or anime or a movie and then output was obviously that's like I'm gonna be on a mouse and keyboard or controller or what have you. Yeah, yeah, kind of get that, kind of get that brain, that brain stimulated. It's kind of tripped out when you think about it, right? Um, how <laughs> intricate your thought processes are <laughs> to find that Zen mode, right? To kind of find that point of relaxation because there is. You're right, right? Um, yeah. we mentioned it. How and, like and, what do you want? And we do? arrive, and it's funny because we arrived at the same thing. We just think about it different, <laughs> yeah, a little yeah. bit different, right? Like mostly the same, but like I just think about it as: Do I am I just input or I'm input <laughs> output? Like, do I just am I am I down to do something or I'm just gonna lay here or sit here, right? <laughs> yeah, it's funny. I love the terminology you use, man. I was like, am I gonna input and output? Am I gonna, am I gonna output today? Like, <laughs> uh. that's good, man. That's a good one. Yeah, and of, of course, like, depending what other things I'm processing, uh, we'll get into, like, the other Zen that I need. Uh, so it, it just depends how I'm doing. Now, if you don't, if you, if you know me, you know that, like, I'm an emotional guy. And I struggle with a little bit of mental health stuff here and there, and I have my ups and downs. So sometimes I need Zen just in terms of how I'm feeling and having like a long day or a rough day, or I'm going through a rough time or just different things are affecting me. And I know that, you know, there's a lot of people, not just 
those of us that have gone through certain things or whatever. But uh, just day to day, you know, sometimes shit gets tough, whether you're just mentally exhausted, you have something in your life that's weighing very heavily on you and stuff like that. For me, when it's that kind of struggle and where I need like an emotional reset, usually I am either on the couch. I, you know, the way I, the way I kind of see it is I've closed my eyes and say like, after a long day, you close your eyes and you picture yourself just relaxing and kind of, kind of course correcting and stuff like that, reflecting on what it is that ma- that is making you struggle and feel bad or whatever it is uh, that's weighing on you. And I see myself on the couch in a cold room with music on with my dog. Uh, that's that that's your that's your reflection because you mentioned reflection right that Um, is my like reflect that is my process these feelings that got me down that is this uh how why is it that this is making me feel so bad why am i struggling how am i going to get through this what is the step i need to take to either start this new scary journey or take this step forward and whatever it is I'm trying to conquer or whatever. Like it's a different kind of Zen than just enjoying myself. It is like a processing Zen. Yeah. And, and and, and a different kind of, a different kind of escape than just like from day to day. This is a like looking inside yourself kind of Zen, which is actually, and I'm glad you brought that up. That is actually super important because I don't think people give themselves enough credit as far as what they actually are amount to and what they're actually able to do on a given day you know people's hardest people's best is different every single day and i don't think they realize that usually you know they wake up and they kind of either feel good they feel bad and they kind of just you know get through a day and 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 usually you know they kind of have to think at the the thought process and i like how you mentioned you know the different type of zen that you talked of, you know, you, that you have different types of zens. Because I don't think my, my, that's, and I do reflect and I reflect on my own time and I don't, and people have different ways of reflecting. They usually, they, it, it might be beneficial for some to talk it out or talk to somebody about it. And sometimes it does help. And there are, so there might be some people who kind of just, you know, internalize it and kind of think about it and kind of chart their next course of action and what they need to do to actually get to where they want to be. You know, uh, you mentioned that you're on the couch and it's funny because, I didn't realize that. I didn't realize that I do have some sort of Zen r- reflection time also. Um, and you, when you mentioned on the couch, I said, huh, I, I think I think I, I kind of do that too. And strangely enough, I do that in the shower. I do shower. I shower in the morning and I shower at night for different reasons. I shower in the morning because I need to wake the hell up and I start planning my, I gotta, that's where I start reflecting about my day, what I'm going to do, how am I going to get through it? You know, let's, let's, let's get in. And, and this is, and, and this is under a warm shower where I'm trying to wake myself up totally, you know, counterproductive um, mm-hmm. as compared to showering at night where I reflect about the day, you know, it's again, hot water kind of, it's okay, what am I going to do or I'm going. And again, it can be, it can be 10 minutes. It can be 30 minutes, but ultimately the fact that you, and you, and you, I'm glad you said it, man, that's, that's awesome that you give yourself that time to reflect because I don't think, a lot of people do and or whether they do and they don't realize it but i think the fact that you can actually say out loud that i am reflecting and that you are getting you know going through the things that you're going through and that you do have some sort of solution or at least planning a solution or at least thinking about it that's already you're already in hell of a better place than you were a minute ago before you thought those things i'm glad you brought that up man that's awesome 
Yeah, and I think it's important for a lot of people, whether you're going through something or not, like uh, just to appreciate what it is you do, what your day's like, you know, just appreciate that you have another day. And, you know, sometimes sometimes you need to uh, either not take yourself so serious or face your problems head on and realize that something's going on and accept your feelings and process them, maybe cry, maybe laugh, maybe... Maybe you get know, into a game or an anime that's going to stimulate those feelings. Hell yeah! Uh, yeah. I, again, that kind of—I watch an anime, and for some reason, when when it can be a line or it can be a scene that just triggers that reflection, where it's all of a sudden like I'm I'm kind of putting myself in those shoes, and it kind of it, it kind of makes yourself feel a little bit better, especially those shonen anime where the music comes on, kind of hype, and obviously it re- releases those endorphins, kind of gets you to feel good. And all of a sudden, you're motivated that yeah, you can do it and stuff like that. Or whether it's in a game where you kind of lose yourself, and then when you kind of think about the messages that the game kind of has on and again i'm i'm this is this is I'm, I'm speaking from personal experience this is why i've always had a medium for stories because i always kind of latch onto these stories and put myself in them and people have coping mechanisms people have ways of again reflecting understanding you know what they want to do and how they want to do it and the realization the epiphany comes at different points as you're thinking about it right so yeah. that's 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 great stuff man it's great stuff, yeah. man. And and for me, the start of that that making my way from that second zen sometimes to the first one is just like I say, me on the couch, cold room with a with my dog, popsicle. Shout out to popsicle. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, you want to talk about? So I have Bowser. Bowser's popsicle's daddy. Yeah, shout out to and Popsicle. Well, and Peach. Peach is Popsicle's mommy. Mommy, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, he's always there. A, a pet is another way that just helps you just appreciate uh, them. And, you know, you feel the love and them just uh, snuggling up with you. And then me, like, I, I'll i put on my AirPods or sometimes I'll blast it on the speaker and I'll put music depending on what it is I'm feeling. You know, if I'm feeling sad, I'll put on some some nice music, like sad music, and kind of let me process my feelings, let that out. If I'm angry with about something, you know, metal, rock music, uh, sometimes it'll make me see, sometimes I'll be so angry that I'll say like, I'll use that music as a means to like, tell me, you know what, I need to work out and I need to get this, I need to release this anger in that way. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, if I'm listening to sad stuff, sometimes I'll cry, let it out that way. Uh, if it's something that I'm trying to process in terms of like something that's coming or stressing me, uh, you know, I'll, I'll process that just listening to music, kind of thinking and, uh, you know, sometimes lyrics, you're going through something and lyrics just hit you in some kind of way. Like, uh, much like you said about video games and stories and stuff like that. And you get an idea and then you run with it and, something hits you and all of a sudden everything makes sense. And this is what I'm going to do, or this is how I'm going to attack this, or, you know, tomorrow's a new day. Uh, and then, you know, once you're processed with everything that you're, that you're struggling with, or, uh, just from your day, uh, then you can go into the, okay, I'm ready to watch something and input output or just input, uh, you know, and then from there you go on and you either work out or you watch something or play something or, have a phone call with a family member or a friend or something, you know, like you mentioned that talking to somebody is also a good way to do that kind of uh, reflection. Zen. Uh, I do do that sometimes too. Uh, so 
I mean, everybody has their ways, and I, I think it is important for for everybody to reflect in their own way, just a little bit every day. Um, absolutely, and I'm, I'm glad you said that. Uh, there's different there's different zens where i was over i started off with one zen yeah this is my happy place that's cool yeah well what about your reflection place yeah so that's good man i'm glad you brought that up for real yeah well so that's it if there's anything else you want to add no i i think that is everything um i hope you guys enjoyed our discussion again uh whether they're, they're long they're short um I know some of you again like just might be just fast forwarding to our discussion but hopefully they do resonate with you and hopefully you enjoy them um again this is also good for us because we do like to talk about these things we like to make the you know make things aware and stuff like that so uh thank you for listening if you haven't checked out our other stuff um rss.com you can check out last week's episode on what did we talk about last week last week marcus went uh oh my had my mind right? limits yeah we surpassed our limits right got a new mic and um kind of talked about so the news, right? Where we kind of went uh, super into the news last week because there was a, a lot of news that came about. But ultimately, I did hype up myself with the mic and kind of get, you know, more invested into our podcast. And, you know, the fact that we're making this as, you know, weekly as possible and as consistent as possible because ultimately that's what we want to do. Uh, but, yeah, give our, give our previous um, podcasts a listen to. Hopefully you enjoy them. Um, I hope you enjoy this week's podcast other than that do you have anything else to add rico no just uh shout out to daniel thanks for listening baby yeah thank you i know daniel call me too man yeah so hopefully daniel listen to this one and be like you call me again hey man i just heard the podcast you talk about me <laughs> hell yeah yeah <laughs> 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 but uh but thank you but thank you everybody for listening otherwise you have a good night later <laughs>